0: In this crazy world full of possibilities Be yours is the best thing To the twists and the turns The title of your dad My favorite thing that I
1: earn hey, Good yo, afternoon, welcome back to PFPR This is Phil Foe Got a very special guest in the studio today We got Curbs
2: Yo, PFPR, Phil, thanks for having me, man course, It man. is Curbs And dude, I'm so excited about being here Thank you, man. I'm
1: excited to have you, bro I've been listening to the album the past few days, G2G. man G2G It is so good There's so many things I want to say The first thing I do want to say, like it has like such a yeah, G two G right here. <laughs> it has such a like undeniable sound of like purpose to it.
2: Purpose. We love that word.
1: Yeah. Like every song I feel like you're like it's it just feels
2: purposeful. Everything. I love it, man. Thank you for saying that. Of course, bro. Purposeful is the perfect adjective for G two G. Thank you. I, I mean I really enjoy it and I know
1: like there's things so many things I can say about different songs, man. But let's I wanna start just looking at the album for people who are gonna look at it. This is it right here. And this cover art was done by your daughter, right?
2: Yeah, Brooklyn. Shout out mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Twelve years old. She's in middle school, sixth grade. She's crazy with all mediums. Honestly her best medium is like physical drawing. Yeah. But this is something she did on the computer. I didn't I didn't even realize she was like an idiot. I'm like, oh she draws do you have anything on the computer? Of course a 12-year-old has something on the computer. Yeah. And this was um, a rendition of what I was getting her to do with her hands, and she had already like made it into this digital thing. I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah. And then we just rolled from there. So it's the, it's the theme for sure, the aesthetic theme.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, the intro also, Brooklyn intro.
2: Intro. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She um she hates that. She don't like hearing her voice. <laughs> but I felt like she said it too. Per, uh, you know that's per, that's us in the raw. Oh yeah. So I wanted to let people have that. Um, and she sets the tone for the album.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think um, you know she might not appreciate it right now, but I think as she gets older i think she'll see like how how meaningful it is for her to be a part of it like that i think
2: even right now she's got a little perspective on it that she's um reluctant to admit but it's there she loves it yeah man yeah
1: that's crazy and um i so i did we did um the first time we well i guess it wasn't the first time we met but we did a session together which was for this album
2: Facts. Phil Foe contributed to yeah. this album in great ways. Some some solid engineering work. Mm-hmm. A little input on on what we were doing there. And the song we're talking about is five four three two one yeah. featuring Slim Cartel. And that wasn't the first time you met Slim, but that was probably the first time you worked with him, too, right? Yeah, I think so. Slim's a legend, man. I love Slim Cartel. Yeah, um, he's from over my side of town, mm-hmm. and he has a crazy voice, just an excellent rap voice. You know what I'm saying? For it's really? so powerful. It's got that gravel to it. Mm-hmm. And um, he was my first guest on... Five, four, three, two, one. Which was a a, an online show that we were doing. Probably get back to doing that. Mm -hmm. But he was my first guest. I kind of came up with the concept for the show right in front of him. So I wanted to do like a song version of it to break up, you know, the middle of the album. And I love what we came up with, man. It's, Mm -hmm. It's something different.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I might be completely biased, but I feel like it's like the hardest track on here.
2: Yeah, it's definitely in the section of the album where I'm. Trying to show people, like, you know, yeah, the records are purposeful, but, like, this is the part where I'm just going to show y'all I can just straight up spit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a harder uh, section there. For sure. Yeah, that and uh, the evil keyboard mm-hmm. is kind of meant to just flex, like, yeah, I really rap. So. Yeah.
1: I feel like you definitely proved that on here, like, multiple times. Thank but you. I, And I don't even feel like, like, you prove it, but that's not even, like, the center of the album
2: facts just wanted that to be kind of like a a, va- a little uh yeah just a little detour we take mm-hmm. i got to show y'all like the the reason i do this the reason people know me is for spitting hard right yeah
1: yeah man that's crazy and um so we i we talked a little bit during that session about like kind of the journey of this album so it's been 13 years since the last project and you did 13 tracks for that reason
2: you picked up on that I didn't even tell you that But that is absolutely correct And thank you for p- Paying such attention bro That's mm. exactly correct man It's yeah. been 13 years Since I've had You know a Serious physical project mm. And um, Yeah I felt like I owed My My Not I don't want to call them fans Just people that that are on this ride with me. I owed them at least thirteen songs, one for every year that I that I didn't put something official out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I did shows and and you know was sending people to stuff via yeah, yeah, email yeah. and text, little lucies and all that. But like, it was time to put something serious together for for my folks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I I, de- I mean I I think you knocked it out of the park for real. I and so the what. I Know there's probably a lot that goes into that because your daughter is 12 now, right? Right, so I'm sure that played a big part of it. But what was the journey of making this album like? Like, was it, I mean, I was it 13 years of straight work, or was there times? That, you oh, know, no, see, in
2: valleys, you know, see, um, to me, a huge part of artistry is, um, is compiling life experiences, yeah, or else, like, what do you what are you going off of what you know? are you talking about yeah if you're if you're an artist and you're making a, you know it's great to be prolific mm-hmm. but if you're making a song every day or multiple uh producing multiple pieces of content every day, when are you going out and and having life experiences that are going to have the depth that makes the great music? Um, mm-hmm. When I say it took thirteen years, that was thirteen years of living life, and then it 's the fact that like there are little pieces and ideas and things that I was doing for the last ten years that show up on there mm-hmm. um, you know I, The process of actually making the album has been about a two and a half year process about as long as we 've been working on the music shop
1: gotcha um, okay.
2: and that 's why the music shop is is so you know tied to it because this has mirrored the the uprising of that as well mm-hmm. so um yeah it's been about a two and a half year experience and and it's been compiling the stuff that i've really come up with and felt and lived for the last 10 13 years yeah yeah oh,
1: that makes sense because that was yeah that was one thing i wondered. because it all sounds pretty fresh like it didn't i didn't nothing stuck out to me like oh this seems like a little older like it all really
2: yeah if, if there was an idea that uh you know, had some age on it, mm-hmm. uh, and that doesn't make them bad. You know, yeah. old ideas aren't always bad ideas. But um, there was, if there was a, a bar too that came from a, an old project or something like that, an abandoned project, I definitely spruced it up. Yeah, tried to for sure. Yeah,
1: and um, we're talking about the MSQ shop with this too. I noticed OG Illa. I see him on here the most uh, featured. He's on three different tracks, right? He's on all cap. The evil keyboard he was on here too right and yeah and valleys
2: yeah and he's got a little cameo on coulda on coulda woulda shoulda as well i mean mm-hmm. uh og is on is on a lot of this album i even credit him as the pardon i credit him as the executive producer um because look man even before you know talking about the process of or the buildup coming to this album when i was pretty dormant mm-hmm. there's never been a time when og since since og started Putting his stuff out after we finished high school. I went to high school with OG in middle right. school. Like we go way back. Yeah. And um, he started putting his stuff out in college. And uh, I had already been putting stuff out for a while, but he started in college and he's never stopped. Like the man's grind is, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's amazing and and it would motivate me when i was less you know when i was less active mm-hmm. so i knew that when i finally put my project together i needed to pay homage to the fact that will or you know that illa mm-hmm. um has kept moving all this time so i needed to have his movement on here i think i captured it he's got some ill verses and shows his growth as an artist too because he's got like some musical stuff on there he did in yeah. en- like he engineered a lot of this mm-hmm. um and But, you know, mostly, too, he just kind of—I I follow through on my relationships. Um, people receive me well, but he's put me in front of a lot of people that I've now built relationships with that really went into making this. And, you know, I hope I've, I've built him some relationships and given back to him, too. But, yeah, part of this record is definitely us solidifying a mm-hmm. partnership that's gone on for a long time but didn't have— didn't have enough to show for it. And now right. we got the music shop to show for it mm-hmm. and, and this album and, and, you know, a lot of other uh, music too. So it's been right. great, man.
1: Yeah, definitely. And for those who don't know, if you haven't uh, been catching up on some of the recent episodes, the MSQ shop is on Broad Street and it's part of, uh, it's at Center. Um, 318 West Broad. 318 West Broad Street, right next to Circle Thrift Shop. If you go to VCU, you definitely know where that is too. Yeah. Um, so, and inside the MSQ shop, there's a store in the front, there's a venue in the middle, which I recently did a show there called Wave Break, and there's a that studio in the back. Oh, it was really good, and there's, there's more I can tell you about that off the air.
2: Hey, um, Phil, I'm interrupting you right now, because this is my opportunity. You're not going to do it, so I'm going to do it. Yeah? We got to talk about the fact that you just dropped an EP, Ooh. The, Lies, the Lies I Told, mm-hmm. and, yo, it, it's four or five songs. Five. It's f- whatever How many Five songs It's five songs deep With great songs man I love it Thank you bro And it's got like For a five song EP It's got a little Thread through it A narrative It yeah. felt like an album yeah. And I really loved it man Thank you bro Yeah Yeah, yeah I, um... Feeling Alive was my favorite joint Yeah But all of them was rock solid They all had a little different vibe But there was cohesion too The Lies I Told Phil Foe Yep Check it out
1: It's out there man That was a, that was a fun little one Uh I don't want to go too deep on that, but yeah, I just kind of threw it together, you know, people are still waiting on an album, and I had some other songs while I finished the album up that, you know, finished an EP before I finished the album. That's the stuff
2: that's not even making the album feel.
1: Yeah, not, the only, okay. Feeling Alive was, uh, I was thinking about making it a bonus track for the album.
2: See, now, now I'm worried about you, bro, now, now your competition Nah, I mean if that's the stuff that's not making the album, <laughs> we're in trouble, man.
1: Yeah, man. I you know, I got I, I just keep working because I'm always trying to make something new. Every day. I mean, you know, I got I'm not where I want to be yet still.
2: still You're never haven't. gonna be there. Nah. But yeah, that's a good step, man. I love the Lies I told. Everybody needs to check that out.
1: Yeah, check it out. It's everywhere. Um so we're we're talking about MSQ. That's uh, there. But let's uh, let's we were talking about five four three two one. Let's uh, let's give them a taste. Run it.
2: That. Shout out music shop. Yep. Slim cartel. Right, let's go.
0: go. Yeah, go ahead rock we those curves. Stay ten toes down, no flip flops. high Stay shining on TikTok. TikTok. Diamonds the the in the wristwatch, diamonds in the hip hop. Pine in the black pressed to the nines like I'm big pop seven days through the race no breaks no pissed stop. stop i think she caught a glimpse of my big clock because she always know what time it is when the trip drop i six packs ain't get smacked like chris rock while yeah. cook big plots popping more six finds more views more life like the six guard underground king like the three six miles, miles. the streets but the devil on the beats and the mark of the beast in my brown that was
1: five four three two one featuring slim cartel by curbs recorded by me
2: hey shout out shout out to me shout hey, out to msq where we um you know, were we painful customers?
1: Oh, nah, no, y'all were good. Cause you ca- you came in there. I think we did another one too. We just kind of knocked them both out back to back.
2: Slim is super polite too. He was worried yeah. we were working you too hard on that. Oh, one.
1: nah, man. I like I've been through it. Like I know I'm I'm young, but like I've got some years on me doing this. Like I've been yeah. through some. Yeah, you some act nonsense. like it,
2: man, for sure. Hey everybody! Yeah. yeah, book book Phil Fo for your for your engineering needs too. Yeah, got a dope record, year. and he's a dope engineer.
1: Yeah, I, I try, I do it all, man. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I I think it's possible to do a lot more yourself than people ag- acknowledge. You know, there is that master of none, or what is it? Master of everything is a master of none. True.
2: Slightly true, but. But nobody's you know, gonna care about your stuff like you do. That's true. Right.
1: Like, you know, if you want to do it right. You got to do it yourself. So. Yep. Um, now I was reading the uh, the cover art here. You got a long dedication list to a lot of people in here.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a word search there. It's a thank you note, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you got to really be invested in it to get all the way in. But that's cool.
1: Yeah, and I <laughs> see I see a threat level midnight reference. Are you an Office fan? Big
2: time, big oh, time yeah. Office fan. And that's me thanking my wife for for putting up with my my threat level midnight project. It's mm-hmm. over. Um, we can all laugh at it in the in the in the. <laughs> In yeah, the conference room now, but uh, yeah, it um, this was definitely something I, I I couldn't let go of until until it was done, and now it's now it's checked off.
1: Yeah, I uh, I definitely get that. Um, how how do you feel now? Are, are you? I saw something on your story that you're you know kind of just right back in the studio.
2: Well. I had some late sessions lined up just in case, you know, anything really popped up um, Mm -hmm. with G2G that just had to go on there. Mm -hmm. I wanted some competition, but... um, it, you know, I kind of happen to just get started on the next project. I definitely have the next project in mind. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we, we got started a little early uh, yesterday. But we're fo- I'm focused on G2G for sure. Yeah. But I always got an eye on the future as well. Definitely. Um, yeah, so yesterday I was working with Clef Majors, um, whom I work with a lot, mm-hmm. um, at Yellow House. And uh, check them out, too. And um, Ant and the Symbol who yeah. Ant the symbol is a well-known producer around Richmond uh great collaborator he has a great ear for music and and knows what's going to work for different MCs so working with him and a bunch of other people but you know that's in the infancy just yeah, starting yeah, yeah. just starting but of course of course yeah excited for that but man I'm I'm going to focus on G2G for a while really man mm-hmm. I um I'm trying to buck this trend of like you know chew it up and spit it out entertainment man like back in the day when you were a kid (laughs) a little kid and i was a high schooler um man stuff would sit with you for a while and that was my goal with this was you know to have it definitely that kind of project stick to your ribs yeah
1: yeah like there's definitely longevity i think there's a lot to unpack here too like i said like there's a lot of purpose there's a lot of meaning in every song that you're not going to get from that first listen
2: yeah, I definitely, it was a goal for, for people to come back more than once. And so far, that's the feedback I'm getting. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping, you know, when we get to summertime, fall, and, and people are like, man, I'm coming back to it for the 10th time or whatever, mm-hmm. it's going to just, you know, it's going to hit folks and hit the city like, man, this is a special project. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to supplement that with some ill shows and stuff. We got, I got a lot of stuff in the works for G2G. We are far from done on G2G. That's for sure.
1: Oh, yeah and you've got a couple videos out for and you did a couple singles process was the most recent one right
2: yeah um so process um i wouldn't say it has a video necessarily but there is a visual for the live version of that right which is a bonus track on the physical cds is the live version done with the, the infinity band Clef majors uh live project and and um filmed by diff um different who's a great videographer but she's an amazing recording artist as well mm-hmm. what a star but yeah the visual for process is that and it's you know it's just like a like an npr type thing but it's high quality man um yeah. and then process itself you know the regular version that that is a single it's done well um that was the most recent then I had, like, a mashup to get people excited for for the album uh, Nobody Knows, which is the interlude, but I met this really dope dude online. His name is Midi-Chlorian, um, yeah. like, you know, Star Wars and, mm-hmm. and NPC combined, and he makes these dope cartoon mashups, and um, I really told I, I like, I love his art, so I was like, yo, go nuts on this. I don't even have, like a specific cartoon I want and he went ahead and paired it up with G.I. Joe and it was like perfect for the theme of the song I love that thing like even though you know we kind of throw away the little cartoon mashups you see on IG Mm -hmm. I got the whole song done and he did such a beautiful job I honestly consider it like a music video Yeah, and I can't wait like you know 20-30 years from now I'll be able to show that to people in like they won't be tired of those yeah. i love that i love what he did there so nobody knows has a video and then i got a uh, visual i have visuals for all cap as well that we did at the music shop our blue series right. um which is on pause right now but was a really dope thing in in the community for a minute blue series for all cap and then the 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 biggest best video i got right now is victory lap right. and that was done by my my friend sherrod green mm-hmm. who's an amazing videographer and uh it's really capturing what i'm about man and that's making sure that um i'm the king of my castle that that um you know i'm captain in my ship and that my home life is is harmonious for my kids yeah and that's what we tried to try to get with victory lap and i I really love that video so y'all check out curbs victory lap videos definitely definitely worth your time
1: and speaking of Victory Lap, actually, so the second half of that song is kind of like a dedication to Nipsey Hustle, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. The whole thing, really. But yeah, definitely the, the, the second half is a direct addressing of Nipsey and Kobe, too. But mm-hmm. yeah, Victory Lap is most, most definitely in tribute to Nipsey Hustle.
1: And you met Nipsey once, right?
2: Indeed, yes. I, I met Nipsey at Broccoli City Festival in 2018. Mm-hmm. I was um, with Sharad Green, the yeah. guy who did the video, mm-hmm. and I was with a, a, a dude named Fair, who is another you know kind of pioneer in, in, in the my scene, at least the scene that I see on, on uh, in the West End and in Richmond hip hop. I love Fair. And um, we were doing some stuff for Complex, mm-hmm. and um, Nipsey didn't didn't like Complex. Yeah. So he he wouldn't like you know do of a, a on on camera interview with us, but he liked us. So yeah. he spoke with us, um, you know, off off camera, and and we got flicks and all that. But man, I said on the day that I met him, like yo, it don't take long hanging out with him to realize that there's something special about dude. He's got. Yeah. He's got this wisdom to him, man. I said it. Like, you can go back to my Instagram that day, and then, you know, upon his passing, and you hear so much from the people in his inner circle and other people that he touched that, like, man, he was a special guy. And I'm like, confirmed. He really was, man. So, um, yeah, dude, he—his— his grind, uh, his life, his personality, it, it, it inspires me every day mm-hmm. um, with this music stuff, for sure. Like, I can't claim the type of hustle that he had, obviously, with this music stuff. But I apply it in my everyday life, too, man. Yes. The marathon continues is a very powerful statement, man. Yes. It's a very powerful statement. I, I don't think that the finish line... You can't always see it, but it's always ahead of you, and you just got to keep pushing. That Definitely. message can transcend most situations. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. TMC, you know, long live Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope you know that that victory lap and a lot of what I do. Uh, he's the first words on Brooklyn Tro as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, I hope that a, a lot of what I do um can shed light on what what he did and what he was about.
1: Yeah, man. So you think that was my next question how you feel that the wisdom you've received from him kind of affects you every day it keeps you pushing it keeps you know you focused on that end goal yeah so our whether you can see it or not
2: facts our 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 in-person encounter um was like br- kind of brief but mm-hmm. but like like i said he's one of those vibes dudes and like yeah. real quick is going to make an impact mm-hmm. so for sure that just like being in that aura and like and and have and like you know soaking up uh uh vibes but yeah just the 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 messaging through the music um when you listen to this man speak and the education that he was giving folks Mm -hmm. um bro it's 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 invaluable uh he he was really here to to uh to get some things across to 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 a a certain group of people and i think that we're multiplying his efforts yeah yeah so i i like to consider myself a part of that army
1: Mm -hmm. i think um it reminds me of another lesson that I was taught. The and I I've, I'm a I've followed. I'm not the biggest Nipsey fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, not no, I'm not a fan, but like I, I don't. am not super familiar with everything, but I've definitely watched some of his interviews for sure, and I appreciate what he's saying about the marathon continues. And it it reminds me of another lesson I had learned once. You know the the legend of uh, Sisyphus. He was like banned to hell or something, and it's like pushing a rock up. Is this, Greek, is this Greek mythology? I, I, I don't know. One of the mythologies. One of the but mythologies. But
2: you got Sisyphus, though. You you yeah. know more than I do. But, but it sounds good, though, it was, ima- Love it.
1: it was imagine him happy. Every day, like, pushing that rock up the hill. Like, that's life. Like, that was a deep... There's, it's deeper than I'm gonna explain on right. here, but there's it was a deep message. Yeah,
2: finding that. yeah finding peace and beauty in the in the in yeah. the process of getting there. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of what get to God or get G 2 G is about. Is yeah finding joy in the in the work.
1: Let's talk about that for a second too. So I you touched on it in another interview with Rudy, and I know I I saw you address it on Instagram. So the name of the album is G2G. It's strictly G2G. <laughs> yes. And it, it, it has its own meaning to you, but you want it to have meaning to other people?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, to me, it means get to God. Mm-hmm. And by get to God, I don't mean church. Um, although it could mean church. That, mm-hmm. that certainly could be, could be your answer. But I just mean like get, what get to God means to me is just getting to, to what makes you feel the most whole. Yeah. And and not accepting any roadblocks in your way. Like you got to be focused on getting to what makes you feel most you. Yeah. Um God is in you, you mm-hmm. know, um and you need to do whatever you can as quick as you can, as hard as you can to get to that place. Yeah. And that's what G to G means to me. But you know, I didn't want to scare people off like it's a Christian record because it's no. not. Um it's not it, it isn't not either, you know right um <laughs>
1: there are themes on there for sure, yeah. but I don't think it's straight- it, it's, it's definitely stuck to but
2: it's definitely not a Christian record, and I didn't want to scare you know people that sh- are are struggling with that those questions and and that those relationships with spirituality and stuff mm-hmm. I didn't want to scare them away g two g can just mean gotta go, good to go, whatever you want it to be um but yeah, to me it means get to God, and I and I want to repeat because I think it's super important. That does not mean church, although it can mean church. It means get to wherever you feel the best about yourself.
1: Yeah, that's a great message. So get to grinding.
2: Yeah, there you go. Get to grinding.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's um. While while we're still around that topic, let's play let's play victory a one time.
0: Word. The truth, only thing in life you should pursue. The rest best left to fate and just let it come to you. I'm the proof, God moves mysteriously, but if she hearing this, she'd be probably two step into it. Your groove, hallelujah, and all the praises is for showing me more grace than I ever could have craved. It was you, thank you for my space, thank you for my crew, thank you for the ugliness so I can see the beautiful. Even in quarantine. We chasing Dr. King, brings me and my two queens on them ultra light beams, like green in my right, victory lap. R. P. Nipsey,
1: and we we're just talking about while wow, that was playing all the people we lost. Like, Nipsey would pass 19, and uh, we lost a bunch of people just around that time. It was crazy. X, X, Mac, Kobe, yep. Juice.
2: So many more, but. Yeah. And, and it all, you know, that's. Of course, that that cycle always moves. But yeah, you know, they they hit extra hard these last couple of years with COVID, too, because, yeah. you know, we've had a lot of situations where we could use those guys leadership in their respective fields. Like, goodness, it would have been great to have Nipsey in 2020. Um, yeah. It would have been it would be great to see what X, what X would be like now. I feel like he was on a, a very like he was mm-hmm. growing. As a person, yeah. as an artist, so all all those young guys were. I mean, so yeah, man, it's been it's been a tough couple of years, but I do feel like the optimism and, and things are kind of sh- looking up, shining through. It's pushing us, even through. though it's still BS out here, you know. But I just feel yeah. like the people are overcoming. That's what I feel in my spirit. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm I'm contributing to that. So
1: definitely, it's definitely putting good energy out, for sure. That's a big thing. Need that. Um, so. Now, outside of this album, I was going through your stuff, and I I I think I was picking up on the fact: Are you a Jake Hole fan?
2: Um, so. I'm not as much a fan as, like, I just have to respect him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not hanging on every release that he comes out with. I'm yeah. not, like, anticipating it. But Lord knows I'm going to check it out. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, man. It's, it's, I, I would like to describe it as a healthy jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little bit older than me. Yeah. But his path looks like what I prob- feel like I probably should have done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel somewhat equal i mean he has so much more to prove you know there's so much more proof in his catalog and whatnot but like i feel like we have similar themes and and abilities Mm -hmm. and he's just like at this other level i mean he's in people's top fives and Mm -hmm. i admire it so much and it is so close to like what i'm trying to do Mm -hmm. that i try kind of not to listen to it so i'm not Or not be involved In the hype of it Because Mm -hmm. I don't want to be Too influenced by it It's a little too close It's a little too close But um, I Kind of oddly Ended up At the 2014 uh, Forest Hills Album release Yeah Which he had At 2014 Forest Hills In Fayetteville He turned his childhood home Into a like Kind of like a museum Yeah And um, So you were
1: at his house With him
2: Yeah Yeah I listened to 2014 Forest Hills On on uh, earbuds in his room in his childhood bedroom, um, at the desk where he was making making beats on, looking out the window. Yeah, so I I listened to 2014 Forestills at 2014 Forestills. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was a excellent day, man. I'd imagine. Yeah, we we met up at uh, the YMCA. They took all our phones and all that because the album wasn't out yet. Yeah. And um, yeah, Cole. Cole came through. We got on a bus. Mm. We went to his childhood home. They gave us uh, these little device, little like uh, iPod type things that you couldn't like reverse. It just played the album two times back to back, and that was it. You couldn't reverse or anything, but yeah, you just. Kicked it in the house, did whatever you wanted to while you while we listened in twenty fourteen for Hills two times. That's really cool. And uh cool. and then afterwards he had like an after party at the skate land, mm-hmm. like in Fayetteville, um, that everybody was invited to. Yeah. And we were, but we were kicking it in the in the kids' birthday room. Oh, true. Yeah, great day though, man. Like I just loved being being getting to see him. Like have that moment, yeah. I love to see people have their their moments for sure, and like I don't you can debate what his best album is or whatever, but every album of his has been a huge moment, yeah, and that one was no exception, and I just felt so blessed to to witness that, like I got yeah, yeah. to see him on the day that that he was spilling that out, and he was full of so much energy, and it was just dope, yeah,
1: you're right, you can't really you know always argue what the best album by someone is. For sure, but, I mean, it, it, I know in my life, like, that album, I remember when that dropped. That was, that was a special project Yeah, it came out. I can't imagine. Like, Personally,
2: that, it's my favorite. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, it's definitely my favorite. I'm pretty biased. Um, you know, the new off-season wasn't bad either, but who are you listening to
2: right now, then? Bro, I have, I, I've been telling people, like, I've been so richmond and out for, mm. the, for the last two years or so that a lot of my favorite artists are in Richmond, or a lot of the people that i'm listening to the most um Mm -hmm. are in richmond i like i mentioned i really like different a lot Mm -hmm. um i like uh big no Mm -hmm. um he just dropped a tape with noah yep richmond brave with Noah oh and um that's that's dope and awesome guy too um and you know i love i love what sneeze is doing yeah um i love what rep does uh I'll, bro, that's four right there. I'll give you five. Um, and then Slim, Slim Cartel. And I yeah. know these are like a lot of people that are featured on my, on my tape, but there's a reason for that. Right. Those are like my, my, my favorite artists in Richmond. Um, so, yeah, Slim, I definitely got to mention him. And then the youth. Yeah. Um, is an amazing vocalist he's a rapper he 's a singer he's a producer he does and then he's an incredible like mixer too
1: yeah, tell me about him because I see him on here a few times also and he's also under listed uh, with clef majors' as musical direction
2: yeah, so if I listed every time on the track list how that youth was on was involved in some way with the vocals or the mixing, mm-hmm. he would be featured on like almost every song right. so i'd just slimmed it up and just called it musical direction because certainly youth you know, he took a skeleton that O. G. and I had prepared, mm-hmm. um, and really um put some meat on it. Yeah. And then I would say that uh, you know, Clef Clef Majors put the gloss on it with yeah. with a lot of the instrumentation and stuff like that. So, you know, I would I would Quickly summarize it as clef is kind of in charge of the instrumentation like live instrumentation of this album And then youth was in charge of like making sure the vocals were right Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm not a singer but there are a lot of melodic elements on this. Definitely. And even some straight up, like, is he singing? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I need, I had to get Youth in there to make sure that the notes were right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yo, shout out Kay Torres, too. That's definitely one of my favorite uh, Richmond artists. And um, she's, she's on Best I'll Be, the song we played at the top. And, man, like, Youth built her vocals into the beat because he made the beat, too. Mm-hmm. And I just love that thing, man. It's divine. And her 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 vibe, her voice is just... Makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I do appreciate hearing that there's really a lot of musicality elements into this. This isn't just, you're just finding beats and rapping on them. This is a real, this is a real production, like, going in like this.
2: Yeah, I don't classify myself as a musician, Mm -hmm. but... Like you know some people who yeah, are Yeah, I know some people who are and and now I'm I'm redefining what it means to be a musician cuz if you know enough people who are and you and you can carry tunes and you got a vision then what what is not a musician about me anymore, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, I, that's one of the um the growth in in this album too for sure. I don't feel like, you know, I'm just a rapper. I yeah. Feel like, you know, I'm I'm building out songs. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Definitely. And um you, I actually let before, there's something else I want to get into, but let's um, talk about that for a second. Um, I you said an important thing that uh, I've had this kind of thought in my head before, but I've never really heard anyone else say it. And you said it on that interview with Rudy about uh, people saying like, "Oh, I'm not a rapper."
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I got a new rule for that. Yeah. Like if you if you at any point in your rats or in your interviews if you say, oh we not like them rappers, we not rapping, I'm not a rapper. All right, I'm taking that yeah. for face value. You're not a rapper, you're not a rapper, and I don't respect your music. Now, if you are anyone else, and I don't care what type of music you're making, if you're making it with your heart and soul, I'm going to find a way to, I'm going to find something that I love about the record. Mm-hmm. But if you're out here just trying to put up something on your page and yeah. prove something to you know your boys or some, some little girl... Mm. And you especially if you're out if coming out of your mouth is I'm not a rapper. Okay, you're not. Yeah, and I don't care about your your stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I think that's it's important because, and I think it's uh, it's kind of a respect thing to the art too. Like I know personally, I do a lot of stuff that is you know not. I mean, I rap. That's music, but like I do a lot of other things too, like outside of music. Mm -hmm. And you know, so I wear a lot of different hats. But when I tell people. That I do music, I say I'm a rapper because that's what I do, and I think it's important for people to think about it like that. Because I mean, if you're rapping but you're not a rapper, what are you? Big facts. I, so yeah, I, I just want, I wanted to mention that too. If you're I rapping
2: think. and you're not a rapper, what are you? And then followed up by the question, why why should I take the time out then? Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Um. Now, okay, this
2: next song before we get into it, or.
1: Let's play it first Then we'll get into it what It's one playing, of my though? favorite songs
2: Peaks and Valleys Word Peaks and Valleys Featuring Rudy Walker And yep. OG LL you can hear some Little sing-songy vocals From OG LL at the in there Oh
1: yeah <laughs> I You better be not
0: Used to relationships Going as well I never thought I had these feelings I never thought That you would want To know the real me you today me Just fuck around And kill me We I pray you me I love this building no silly Who we started out just cool we played a season 8 grew now I'm lounging here in this pool but the sweat and the mess from the freaking things that we do, do you laugh okay. in front of i catch you up but i swear this shit is true beautiful and adjective that's way too played out for my boy cuz no cliche could ever say the things i want to do with you in every day case i'm something i
1: swear for we say anything else ill is singing on there that was something.
2: Yeah, he's like Justin Timberlake or For something. For
1: real. I, that, you know, that caught me by surprise. Too. I'm just like,
2: kidding. <laughs> but nah, he makes it work, man. You don't have to be able to sing to sing a song, man. If you come in from the heart, oh, it's always going to come across. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Definitely. And so uh, I, I wanted to know, is this, so Peaks and Valleys, it really hits like all three sides of like the emotional love triangle, like love, pain, and sex. Like, the <laughs> biggest three, like, feelings that come from, like, Love relationships. Love that, Phil. Yeah. And I feel like you, like, perfectly captured all of that. Excellent, and bro. Definitely. And, well, excellent on you for doing I, that. And but- I didn't
2: even think of it three ways. You're beating – you, this is the first time I've been out chest. I was just thinking about it two ways, man. It's really just about the honeymoon phase mm-hmm. and the breakup. Yeah. And they're both kind of inevitable. Yeah, Uh, you know, unless you find that happily ever after, Mm -hmm. which it always seems like at first, which is which is what uh, Peaks is about. Mm -hmm. And then Valleys, it's like no matter where it started, how high you got, like unless it's the one they all end, they all end. So um, man, I used to spend a lot of a lot of tracks and a lot of time on my on my projects, like doing the girl record, the hype about the girl record, and then the breakup records. Mm-hmm. And um, and in my personal life, I used to be really wordy about like my emotions that way. Mm-hmm. But I am priding myself on growing and changing with this album. And to me, it was it was a goal to like make it so concise that the the honeymoon song and the breakup song are all in one record. Yeah. That was the concept there. But I wow. love this triangle you got going because threes are very important to this album. And you got the, you said, um, the the sex, the pain, mm-hmm. and what? And the love. And the love, yeah.
1: And, I, and, <laughs> I, and the sex kind of comes in both of those sides, the other yes, two. Yes, so, yeah. Um,
2: good point, good point, yeah. It, it, there is some sexuality in the breakout record, too. Definitely.
1: Yeah. And so... <laughs> Did this start as two separate songs that came together for one, or?
2: Uh, like I said, like the con- I definitely had it in mind that I wanted to make the the uh, the honeymoon record and the breakup record. I wanted to make them one track, mm-hmm. but you know, they're so they're such different emotions that I did feel there needed to be a break. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a smooth transition there in the in the song either. It's like mm-hmm. uh, 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 and it's like stuttery on purpose. It kind of like coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's actually a little three a little three-part arc because the joint before it nobody knows mm-hmm. that ends with when you find your joy, how long you keep it. Oh. Right? And then we go through the joyful record. I found this female that I'm super hyped about, and mm-hmm. it kind of combines all those different times for me. I didn't had a lot of honeymoon phases in my life, but um, yeah. it, it it talks about that and the joy. But then, real quick, just like life, out of nowhere, you know, boom, we're back, we're on some sad shit. But yeah. as soon as you're getting into the sad shit, as soon as you're feeling kind of sad and, and, and in that mode. It's off, and we're on to the next one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the message I'm trying to get across there. I hope... That there, are, it makes me happy that you looked at it that deeply, mm-hmm. and you even got something new from it. But just anybody trying to look at it a little deep like that, man, it, it's there for you. It's there for your interpretation. Thank you, Phil. Of course, man. Yeah, I really
1: enjoyed that song. For, like, that's one of my favorites on there. I'd say that's, you know, I, I still think five, four, three, two, one is my favorite, but maybe that's definitely because I recorded it. Peaks and Valleys is right there with it, though. Yeah,
2: everybody who contributed to the album, their favorite song is the song that they're on. <laughs> yeah. I'm, get, I'm getting that that feedback for sure, but. No, nah, I mean I appreciate definitely. you looking into peaks and valleys like that, bro. It's definitely a deeper record than you would think, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you seeing it.
1: Of course. Yeah. And um you know, we are we are getting a little low on time, so I do want to get to one more point that uh I we I feel that we cannot overlook is the influence that your grandfather had on this project. Um now I know there's a lot of emotions wrapped into that right now because the day that this came out was the day that he passed.
2: Yeah, and and the poetic justice and the in the beauty in that, um, mm. it kind of floors me, man. But I've had some time to process it. It's all good. Yeah. But first of all, man, you know my my grandfather was ninety four ninety four years old. Um, he was like my father. I was raised uh, part, you know, in, in a great deal. I was raised by him, uh, but. Man, when you're 94, you've lived a lot, of, a lot of life, and this dude lived a great life. So my, my emotions are not sadness. It's mm-hmm. just, like, admiration for the job that, that was completed. Like, wow, like, it's possible to, to, to live this righteously, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think we use perfection as an excuse, like, because yeah. we're not—no one can be perfect, so, like, we just don't try. My mm-hmm. grandfather— Attempted perfection Obviously he fell short But how close that he got um, With how he treated With how he treated people And how he approached life How close he, close he got It inspires me He's always inspired me I treated every second with him Like I was on borrowed time mm-hmm. Because you know He was old He had two open heart surgeries So my whole life I treated him You know like At any point This man could get to God Yeah um, So yeah This album is about that Because I knew he was getting close I spent I, I've spent a day with them every week for the last three years. And I've never probably missed more than three or four weeks in my entire life spending a day with them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I used to you know live with them pretty much. But, yeah, I, I, I got plenty of time. I soaked it up. I'm blessed with it. And, and I needed to put, like, all that light that he put in, I needed to put it out yeah and before he died um I, that was a goal of mine and that's what the last track get to god is about mm-hmm. um it's about me you know the the i don't know if it's a hymn or it's just something that we've all heard the this little light of mine yeah, yeah. i'm gonna let it shine mm-hmm. my grandmother was big on that too but they they i think a lot of people's grandparents do that for them they want you know their them to shine their light yeah um parents can worry about the day-to-day and then and then grandparents can push your your big picture stuff Definitely. so he had that uh, effect on me um he you know he spent his life getting to god or in preparation of getting to god and then you know the last song is pretty um steeped in irony or whatever you want to call it to the fact that you know i did say like before he dies i need him to see me come out with this because mm-hmm. it's what i'm supposed to be doing like i said at the beginning g2g to me means get to god and that don't mean church although it could be it means get to the place where you feel most at one with yourself and that's what he helped me do and that's what he was in search of and he completed his mission and that's what that last track is about man exactly get to god
1: yeah, and he's um, he's also on this inside cover, too. Yeah,
2: yeah. He's on the inside cover where the thank you dedications are and stuff because mm-hmm. he was the person I wanted to thank the most, and I wanted you all to see him in his element getting to God. Literally, he's at church with it, yes. and now he's really with God, so it's very literal. Mm-hmm. All this is very literal. But, yeah, definitely a big part of the project. It was definitely a wild thing that, you know, he saw the CD and, uh, a week before, Love My Daughter's Heart and all that. And then the date came, and that was a huge check mark in my life he got to see me shine and then he got to god man g2 g
1: yeah. it's it's funny how those things happen but man I definitely think he'd be proud and I know he I know he was he said he saw this i mean definitely
2: and Phil I don't want to get too sentimental man but yeah. I know your grandfather meant a lot to you too I, he's on the front cover of your EP. for sure and um so you know I hope that this b- brought you know some similar feelings and and and, um and memories and stuff with your your relationship with your grandfather and and, yo i respect what you was trying to do to honor your grandfather as well man appreciate that
1: thank you and it definitely it does remind me of that a lot because my grandfather he passed in 2017 he was the last of my grandparents um around so they're all gone the i still have um my stepmother's parents, they're still there, and I do consider them grandparents as well, so I gotcha. still have them, but my blood grandparents, he was the last one, and he was 92, so, you know, he lived, or he was about to turn 92, so he lived a real long life, too, and he definitely had a lot of influence on me as well, I think, when it comes to music, too. He uh, he he was a big believer, and, you know, God rest his soul, uh, he was a big believer that quarters, like, from different states and stuff... We're going to be worth a lot of money one day, <laughs> and lo and behold, they're really not, but you know, hey, not yet, not yet, man, <laughs> not yet, but uh, so he gave me all these quarters, like big bags, full i don't know how much money was there, but I ended up using them to buy my first microphone
2: dope so that's that's direct kinda, correlation yep, yo, just in general, even if your grandparents are gone or you don't know your grandparents or whatever. Old people are just a reservoir of knowledge. Once you, yeah. if you can find a bridge, if you can find a middle ground with the communication and work that, you know, because they're not perfect, they might have to struggle with that. You might struggle with that, but if you can build that bridge, there's so much, man. Even the mistakes that that older people have made, you can take from that too. But they got that life compiled, and they, if you can get them to share that with you, it's definitely time that you can value, valuably spend. You know, consistently speaking with older folks. You gonna, I, it helps me I think it can help A lot of people If you make a Conscientious effort To do that That's one way to g to g Get to God Yeah Hey before we Like go though mm-hmm. I gotta say Cause I know We're gonna be playing Get to God I gotta shout out My my folks at um. Well it's a band Called Croatan mm-hmm. And they're They're actually Out of Out of Virginia Beach Oh yeah And OBX. Yeah, they got members sense. in OBX and uh, Virginia Beach, and they helped me with this metal instrumentation that you hear on um, Brooklyn Intro and in Get to God. And my man, Josh Lundy, just v- super understood the assignment mm-hmm. and knocked it out the park. And I, man, I couldn't appreciate his di- uh, investment into the project any more than I do. I also want to thank my mastering guy, uh, Young Japo, mm-hmm. uh, Kendall. Um, because a lot of this, man, he du- you know, I, I say that musical direction was provided by the youth and cleft majors, which is most definitely true. But a lot of times Kendall's digging, digging the record out of, of a little dirt, too. Yeah. And he, he most certainly contributed to this thing being cohesive and sounding great. So shout out, Young Japo. Shout out to everybody who contributed to Get to God. And once again, man, thank you for having me on. Of
1: course, man. Thanks for coming. This uh, we're gonna play G or uh, get to God and then we G two G got to go. <laughs> All right,
2: PFPR baby, G two G, MSQ. How
0: long did it take? Before my grandfather died, he needed to see me shine. No Jesus pieces to Lisa with. I mean my peace of mind. And recently I've been trying to tell myself that I'm fine, but that just felt like a lie Cause somewhere along the line, I let my fire die. No to the grind grown shit, dead tips, sometimes I feel like I'm 45, cause I've been in war with you, for like the past 32, I'm tired, I gotta make a truth, if it's the last thing I do.